STLR Media. Real, uncensored, unpredictable. If it ain't STLR, it ain't shit, man. Entertainment with no ceiling. I'll see y'all later. Yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me hearties, yo, ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me hearties, yo, ho. Yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. Once upon a time, in a land far away, three men discovered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team with the ability to siege the bay. You'll never make it out of the bay. Give no quarter and feed the fish with any enemy that takes the field during their quest to find the Lombardi Trophy. Fox win! Fox win! Join Craig. And he walks up to me and he says, I'm John Lynch. He is a monster. That's, that's what he was, a hard-hitting white boy that played safety and he was something special. Eddie. He built the pyramid right in front of us and said, this is how we're going to do it. We got to Practice doing things right all the time. Little things, huh? Details. And Zach. Every day you build, you got to build a foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. As they take you on a journey discussing front office moves, game breakdowns, and interviews. So batten down the hatches and get ready to set sail. It's time for Buck.Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Craig, and you know what it is. It's Buck That Podcast. We're coming to you on a Tuesday today just because hey, we had a bye week. Plus, you know, our, our our roommates over here at the Port Decision Studios, they got stuff going on behind the scenes. So, you know, we got to adjust schedules every now and then just to, you know, make well, things work. Not to mention, work. you got stuff going yeah, on, got too. stuff going, got stuff on, going too. on, too. You know, you're, you're, you're a coach, right? So, it's, it's yeah, we're... we're, we're Coach Try, Carter trying to, over trying here. to become a coach. Yeah, working on it. Working on a coach. But uh, speaking of coaches, we got some uh, coach news or speculation later on in the show. We do have, uh, you know, a lot of Buccaneers talk, injuries. You know, we're actually playing in a game that got flexed to a later time, which is, you know, few and far in between for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you're a diehard fan, you've been around for a while. You know, if, if you're a youngster, you know, maybe you like 20 years or younger, you don't know about some of the pain we've had of always having one o'clock games, coming home, you know, going to the game white, coming home red. Oh my God, it's so hot out there. Ain't no joke. No, it's no joke out there in the stadium. People uh, out there just passing games. out during the game. You think Michael Jackson was out there put on a concert? Now they're fainting left and right. Fainting in October. But man, you know, we got a great show today. As always, I'm joined with the Bro Chachos. Directly across from me, I got my boy. Zakari, what's going on, everybody? Hey, man, you know, here doing what we do, what we love. Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Shout out to your wife. She won the, the football pool, by the way. She did. Yeah, you know, it runs in the family. You know, oh. we do we do a lot of that. I see that. Did you pick win. the games for her? No, no, she picks her own games. Nice. Yep, she picks her own games. She does her own fantasy drafts. She's won fantasy leagues. Beast. So she knows, she knows her football. She knows a little some some, and she okay. truly loves football too. Yeah, so she nice. does. It's nice to have a partner like that. You know, nah, that, I, I, we that, we have had her over for multiple games. Saturday and, and Sunday, it's like our day just to watch football. We, we've had cookouts, nice. and, and she definitely knows what she's talking about. And, and the other lovely voice you hear, kind of across the caddy corner from me. When we get the cameras up coming soon, you'll see my boy Eddie. How you doing? Doing good, but gentlemen, doing good, doing good. Happy Tuesday. A little off week, but we in here representing the cabin. I know, man. We got a tough game coming up, I feel like, and, and, and you know, we'll get to that towards the end of the show. Y'all know how, how we roll here on Buck That Podcast. 
Hey, but, but the weather's nice in here. It's the weather's nice and cool. It's chill. Listen, I don't know when I don't know when when the lions are getting to town, but I hope when that jet flies through, maybe they pull a little, you know, that cold air back down. A little that weather. Michigan air coming in. I love it, the man. Christmas. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, gentlemen, but it's supposed to be rolling back out. And we're supposed to be back to the nineties here soon. Mm, Florida. I don't know. We got we got a lot of rain coming up though. Mm. Hopefully not on Sunday though. Hopefully not on Sunday. I know for like the next few days. I'm not really digging, looking forward to going to work. It's well, been dry, though. I think so. it starts Thursday. Am I correct on that one? So maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe we got one more day yeah. of beautiful weather, and then Thursday it starts Possibly. Raining. Maybe tomorrow night. We'll see how it goes. You know, you know how the weatherman is. He gets paid to lie to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but usually, usually with that rain brings in some cooler weather. You know, we've had a, a, a nice week so far, but Fingers it crossed. would be nice for one of these uh, Buccaneer games just to have it down in the 70s. On a beautiful day. Have at least somewhat of a fall feel. Oh, my God. I 70s, perfect weather. Like low 70, yeah. low humidity. It was that great. You can't day, ask when for it was anything cold, more. When it was cold just a couple Yesterday. days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 73 degrees. I was pumping gas. It was. I was like shivering. You were chilly out there. I was like, like where's my sweater? Put, put on some sweats and shit. I was like, it's a bit crisp out. I was like a polar brother. I was like, yes, finally. He walked out with no shirt. Dog, I, I'd be hating it, man. I'm at work, man. I walk outside. It's like you get slapped by the devil by that heat. Like, oh, yeah, my boy sweats everywhere, so it's, it's hot outside. It's nice man. when he gets hey, a little man. reprieve. That humidity hits you with a stone cold stunner. Hey, first step when that heat hits you like an abuela with a chancleta, you oh, know what man. time it is. <laughs> it hits you hard, too, boy. I bet you better around the corner. That, catch but I'm sure slipping. Eddie does. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hey, hey, I broke it down for the Espanols right there. They like, damn, I see just snap. But uh, that's that Booker Middle of the education. Oh, yeah, that's a l- <laughs> little bit of Booker High as well, maybe a little bit of Sarasota High as well. But we are coming off of a bye week, kind of a much-needed bye week. Very much needed. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Had some injuries, you know, knock on wood. Plenty of it here in the uh, the, the old, old cabin. cabin. <laughs> that nothing lo- serious happens, but, you know, a couple guys banged up. A long injury that's kept the main player off the team for basically the whole season. A rookie. Uh, you know, Calais Campbell. Or not Calais Campbell. Calais Cansey. Elijah Cansey. You, you having trouble saying his name? Uh, you rubbed off on me. Oh, oh, I rubbed no off homo. on him. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Kalijah Cansey we, is we, back. We lost Kalijah early in training camp. He came back uh, for that Minnesota game for about 11 snaps. And he hasn't really lined up with starters. Yeah, he re-injured, and uh, he had one QB pressure against Kirk Cousins in that game and then basically went out, and we haven't seen him since. I think the Bucks have been pretty precocious on trying to hey, bring we, him back. We did get seven more plays out of him than, than the Jets got out of Aaron Rodgers. So, this is I mean, true. This that is, is true. true. That is true. Supposedly, did you guys hear that he's supposed to be wanting to come back around like week seven or eight? Nice. That ayahuasca hitting him, what? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. I forget who told me that the other day. But I'll say yeah, week it 10. Might have been Derek. i say week 10. It might have been Derek who said that to we'll, me. We'll have to check it out. We didn't get a chance to do uh, no boundaries last week, so that's new, new How news How crazy to me. would that be? He's going to soak that ankle on a ayahuasca. A 39-year-old, uh, is he almost 40, almost 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers come back before the season even ends. Bro, why it's, not? It's because he been in the he been in the cave with some peyote. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I don't know. Whatever he's doing, he's that keep found doing a youth, he, he's Brazilian water. <laughs> Brazilian water. Now he would have found like one of them freaking, you know, Indian shaman, bro. I'm telling you, man, he's out there in the Amazon just soaking it. And with some nuts and berries. That's right, man. And well, I wonder what the Bucks did on their <laughs> bye week to get healthy because we had a lot of banged up players going we into did. the bye week. Jamel Dean, Mike uh, Evans had got hurt during that Saints game. Vita Vea has been a little banged up. Vita Vea with his pectoral uh, issue. Uh, and we already talked about Kalijah Kansi. So 
Bucks much needed rest come the bye week. It seems like everybody's healthy. Kalijah can't see back at practice today. So it's looking good going into the Lions game. Jamel Dean's supposed to be back. That bad shoulder. And, you know, for not for nothing, I mean, we're definitely going to need those guys if we are going to compete with the Lions, who have been looking amazing this year. Lions look tough, man. They're the real deal. Not taking anything away from them. They, they have been looking like the real deal. They're leading the NFC North. So, I mean, this isn't your your typical Lions that you remember from back in the day where they just got pushed over by everybody. It's it's seeming the quote-unquote Barry curse is, is over. Um, you know, they traded. Well, there was Ma- a Calvin Johnson curse for a little bit. For there, a little bit, too. A little bit. Saying give back his money that they took back from him. Uh, I don't know if they ever did. But it seems to be that, that's broken, too, because he's been we, back in the building multiple times. We should have found that out because if they uh, if they did, maybe that's why the curse has been broken because they paid up. The, they paid up. They finally <laughs> hit him with that money. For real. They they hit him with that police academy. Yama, 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 yama. yama. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. Yeah, you know, th- this is a team that is going to be no no small task for us. So definitely getting key in- key guys back from injuries. A rookie who who we've seen show a little bit of flash in the first game, but we don't know what we're we're getting from him. But there's been a lot of talk out of training camp and stuff like that of, of nothing but you know positive things about him. So we can only take it as he's going to be a great addition to that rotation down there. Maybe going to ease him back in. Maybe not throw him in full full force. Maybe you limit him to like. 15, 20 snaps this first game to try to bring them back and, and, and let them get back into shape. But, hey, the, the 15, 20 snaps can spare somebody, you know, get some guys some rest and keep that, that defensive line rotation, you know, fresh. Yeah, we got to remember that this guy did not go through training camp at all. So uh, talk about easing him back is something that they're going to have to do. Uh, they're not going to rush this rookie back in, not only because he's coming off of an injury, but because he didn't go through training camp and have any preseason with the boys at all. So, Look for him to be on a small snap count, but look for him to be back there and hopefully make a difference for the Bucks. What's he lining up as, defensive end? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I believe he right. plays right defensive end for the team. So he'll be an outside linebacker or no fit, straight defensive end? Cause no, no. He, he plays defense, two defensive ends, defensive tackle, and then the outside linebackers. Yeah. Normal defense. Yeah. yeah I think so he should be good. I think within the first two, three day, three games, him coming back, halfway through the season – I see something coming out of him once he yeah, gets those I mean, legs under him possible. a little bit. Yeah, he's got to get his legs underneath him. He hasn't played any snaps in a couple weeks, and even when he did, he wasn't 100% healthy. That's proven, obviously. He uh, got hurt during that game in Minnesota, but it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. I'm looking forward to uh, Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean finally being back together for the first time in a couple weeks, what they're able to do on this Bucks defense. Yeah, with, with they got a, D. Delaney out there, though, boy. He's yeah. been stepping up. Lowest passer rating. Yes. Allowed by. Peter Laney. Yeah, so the, the definitely some of our younger guys have stepped up in, in one of our, I guess, say thinned out positions because you got two starters that were that were out. Yeah, our main two guys. So, I mean. Cover corners out. Yeah, it was good to see Zion and D. Delaney both step up. I think that stat's a little misleading. Uh, I know he met the minimums of required snaps or passes. You see his gameplay. Great he tackler. two interceptions, so that kind of does skew those stats a little bit, but uh yeah, I, th- I think D's a good a good young player. Hey, I don't make the list. I just read it off when it happens. I know. I just don't you forget know, put, about your boy Izzy and out there too. Put him though. out there as a starter full time, and, and then we'll talk. But yeah. I, not to say that he's not anything good, but uh, he's definitely not Carlton Davis or, or Jamal Dean. That's for that's for damn sure. And the whole point of this injury report that we're talking about is 
you still don't have your rookie out there. We're talking about all these other players that are shining out. We have a great defense, and we still don't even have our star rookie. Well, How, yet to be seen, star. Yet rookie. to be what seen. We hope to be a star. Rookie but he is he going to mesh now. well? Is he going to step up to the, the highlight that we think he's going to be? Is he going to is he going to be the guy who's able to replace JTS? This is this is key. Different position. Different positions, but I as as far as not being a first round bust because JTS okay. is looking like that. Touche. He had a good first game too, and I thought he was really this was going to be his year. He has improved in the last two games. Maybe Cansey helps out JTS with with alleviating some of that, uh, you know, maybe pressure or whatever they put on him on that side. More friendly competition. Well, not friendly competition. Just like just if if he's on the outside and you got a guy next to you that's that's a force too. They can't. Mm-hmm. So they they gonna they gonna have to double somebody. They can't double everybody. Yeah, it's they true. ain't doubling JTS. This I'll true. tell you that much. Uh, yeah. He's gonna not be, a definitely going to be Vader Vader. getting double. He just can't win single. I mean, he's yeah. just one-on-one. He's just not winning the battle right now. He had that one good game against the Bears, probably his best of his career, and yep. we haven't seen anything really since. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have had their best game of their career against the Bears lately. True. Let's be honest. Bears not, looking, not that last game, though, boy. They were playing good. with that Dick Buckus curse. I'd say Justin Fields is looking a lot better than people thought he would. I mean, the last two games, he's passed for Well, like I think that coaching staff kind of made a little bit of change and started uh, – Letting the man do what he do. Well, yeah, yeah, it was against the Bucks. We saw him only get like five yards rushing. Yeah. This is a guy who usually averages about thirty to forty yards a game on the low end, and he only had five yards. And he was complaining after the game that he wasn't able to do what he does. Yeah, and he was I, even talking with some of our football players, and they're like, you know, hey, they're holding you yeah, back. They're not. They're not using you the way you should be used. And he wasn't. And, and, and this is come from players who's played against him already. So yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't like you know we haven't played the Chicago Bears over the last few years with with them having Justin Fields. But I know we were talking about cornerback injuries. One injury I do want to bring up about with the, with the Detroit Lions, and this is per Adam Schefter, in his first game back from a torn left ACL, he suffered in week five last year. Lions cornerback Emmanuel Mosley tore his right ACL in week five this year. So back-to-back ACL tears, tough. opposite knees. That reminds me of Cadillac Williams. A little bit. Remember when that happened to Cadillac in back-to-back mm-hmm. years? What did it happen three years in a row? Was it three years in a row that he, he got an ACL injury? Guess where they played? Guess where he was at, though? In Detroit. Oh, man. Guess what kind of field they use? Artificial turf. Turf. Man. League, we putting you guys on notice. Keep our players healthy. The game's a lot better that way. That's true. And it does seem like the majority of the uh, higher percentage of the injuries, especially major injuries that you're seeing, are coming on these turf There's no gear. surfaces. You, lock up. you know what the NFL owners had to do for the World Cup? Rip out all the in turf. In order to come here. Yeah. They have to replace all that turf with the grass field. Might as well go ahead and get into action now. The, the soccer players of the world won't play on artificial turf. Messi, when he comes over to Miami, uh, enter Miami. He's, he's over there now in MLS. Uh, there was rumors that he would not play on turf. He hasn't. He hasn't. He said he would. He said, I never said that, but then the next game, he's mysterious injury didn't play on said turf. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot of the soccer players don't like it. There's a reason for it. Uh, statistics would show that a lot of these non-contact injuries like MCLs, ACLs, and PCLs tend to go and, out on the turf. And I'm, I'm not a contractor, but I'm pretty sure, you know, in, in, in the scheme of things, during the offseason, they do have enough time to rip off that turf and, and, and put put the grass in there. And, and, and I don't know if it's about that. It's about money. It's a lot of money. The cost, and especially in domes, 
or in retractable roof areas like Arizona, that, that field, they actually roll their grass out. Like the amount of money that takes, the water, the maintenance, the crew. Well, they, well, they don't have to change it, but this, the situation. They don't have to change it, but they got to maintain it. But the NFL should, if they are a, a player's league, as they're, as they're trying to perceive themselves, give a little kickback towards these teams that need to, you know what I'm saying? They, they profit regardless. They profit a big, a big chunk of change every year. Kick out some, you know, Give it. Give every team. Funds for give every team thirty percent towards what they got to do. You know the 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 teams that got to change out the turf. Give them like pay thirty percent of the bill or something. Help them out. You yeah, know? but they're not in the business of doing that. I mean, it sounds great, but you know. It's, well, you're kind of going to save yourself in the long run if you're getting yourself. If you already got yourself in a situation where players sustain serious injuries, they they kind of have to take care of the medical bills for the rest of that that player's life. That's true. So, in in, in essence of things, like I mean, let's. You know, gonna throw it out there. Sam Shields. Sam Shields is a player who gets a pension from the NFL because of his concussion stuff. Yeah, that's something they reached back in the player agreement. So I mean, years back, other players with other injuries are going through through similar things, yeah. and they get a, what's going to be more. But fix think, these a few times, or continually cut checks to players. I think I think the head injuries are the big problem for the NFL. That's what they worry about is concussions. I mean, we've seen it in the last couple of years. They're not, they don't care about these non-contact injuries as much as they care about. Uh, I mean, look at the new kickoff rules. It's all because of concussions where a team could actually catch the ball yeah, on the 10-yard line. I'm sure concussions happen. And fair catch it and go to the 25. Concussions probably happen a lot more frequently on the turf as well, too, because mm-hmm. you're hitting your head on a hard surface that doesn't give as well either. So, I mean... You're, you're probably going to save all the way around because you're going to say, you know, probably cut down on the on the ACL injuries. You'll probably cut down on some, you know, we won't know until it, it happens. But, but it's not like theoretically ACLs don't happen on grass. I'm not it's, saying they don't. It might happen they, at a, a less frequent they rate. Just seem but they, it's, it's more than just the ACL. It's what, what Hassi's talking about is it's multiple injuries types that could happen more frequently and severely because of turf turf toes yeah. sprained ankles it's a different hamstring injuries whatever it may be because it doesn't give the same as natural g- grass you know who knows no i mean you bring up good points yeah. and i just have to hit it or with, make up with a better turf attack and and look at it in the opposite direction I, I, I think it natural grass is the way to go just just go ahead and and, and do the damn thing what, what did he say on the moors what did you say, Eddie? A better, Make a better turf. turf. A turf like a. Well, I mean, I think they've been redesigning turf, and you know, it's the same thing though. You keep getting better at it. Same thing with the helmets. They redesign helmets. Look at the helmets from forty years ago. Yeah, and, they and they're still, still not perfect. They still don't prevent. Yeah, man, you just they con- never you will. constantly never try will to get prevent. better. Or even the cleats. Maybe they adjust the cleats to work better in, in that area. You know, to give a better. I'm sure, gift. they have. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure they tried. It's just not really. Technology. It's just yeah. Not All of the really above, working. man. NFL just keep them boys safe. We want to watch good games. We want them to hit hard. The thing is, they're getting stronger and faster, bro. They are. I man. think another thing that goes into them not wanting to that do protein this mix is the owners that own stadiums and want to do something 365 at that stadium and not just on Sundays. It's hard to have a grass field and have a concert and trample that grass and ruin the grass. The Bucks do it. They put they put plastic stuff over mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I know. They, fl- they flip it out all the time. They, they used to do it with the same thing. They do it at the Trop. They've had concerts there. They have like this. Well, black Trop's st- turf. So that's how you know. Okay. But yeah, th- you make a good point. The Raymond James, but that's, I mean, that's one. I don't. I. They actually had like three Taylor Swift concerts there, back to back to back. They did. And they were. They fine. did. They were off fine. season too. As long as it off doesn't season. rain and get muddy. 
Shoot, they be having your boys in there with uh, monster truck, monster trucks off season. Not during not, the season. They get man. They can make. They get it enough work. essays in there. They clean I mean, they it do up make in three it days. They do. I mean, they do. I I, I don't know why other. Bro, I mean, Hector just, and them had that concert set up on I'm a bye week. Bringing up yeah. reasons why I think the owners wouldn't want to do it, and that's a lot of the reasons why I've heard, and a lot is money. You know, well, they had to quit being it's stingy. a lot cheaper to just put put something down and not have to water it. Thousands and down. thousands of gallons of water. They got to quit being stingy. Getting a maintenance crew to constantly be looking after a field. I they already got a maintenance crew. Yeah, but they're not out there looking at an AstroTurf field. AstroTurf, you still have to maintain it. You still got to water it. You still got to spray the weeds. You still got to put different sand, like, surface on it to keep it level. Okay, touche. There's, there's artificial turf. You still The only thing you don't have to do is cut it. But you still got to water it because the turf gets really hot. Well, what you if still got to spray the weeds. What if it's indoors? I've never maintained turf indoors. Well, so like, let's say Ford Field where the Lions play. That's indoors. Or in Houston or I'm Dallas. Sure, I'm assuming you still get weeds in there somehow. I believe it. I don't know because it's concrete floor underneath there. So we're not talking about dirt. You don't need it. Bro, they grow on concrete. Look at the sidewalks. Okay, we're talking about in the middle of a stadium. Why not? A concrete slab uh-huh. that's probably three, four feet thick. Does it open up at all? And, is it open to and the elements? there's AstroTurf on top, which is basically a blanket on is, top. So it no is open, sunlight can go underneath Is it, it open to the elements? You ain't going to win me on this one. Stuff does come in and out of there. They got to open up Bro, the doors it, and stuff it for matter. deliveries. It doesn't matter. As long as you got a little bit of turf, just a little bit for a seed to germinate, you're good. You won't get a weed. We're talking about Ford Field. There's no... Uh, I want to go check it out now. There's no, it's, it's closed. No. He's not talking about that. Like, any, I get what you're saying. Like there's okay, a there, there's a there's a there's a door that rolls open for deliveries to come in. So it's just a whiff of wind. Just it can, it can okay. theoretically, yes. Okay. Theoretically, I guess yeah. you're right. Theoretically, and hey, we've gotten weeds inside our shop, and it's concrete and dirt. Okay, so but basically, you guys aren't winning your argument. My argument is it's a lot, a lot more maintenance for a, a grass field than it is an astroturf. You astro do have turf. to fertilize it. A lot you more. Trim it, water it. It's not even dirt. close. How Mow many turf fields have you made? We can argue over this, hey, but the I, fact of the matter is, I, I mean, I'm listen, right. I, I'm, I'm talking. I'm gonna I'm listen. A turf to, management. I'm gonna listen. I'm not to the saying dude. you're wrong, but this, so you know, I'm right. Then I'm listening to the dude who who knows though. But he knows I'm it. right. Say it. It depends. A grass. They could use recycled water. Let's, so there let's you go. Use Raymond James Stadium. They have a grass field. If they were to go turf, the maintenance. For that said field would drop by fifty percent. I don't know if it's so much by fifty percent. I think I'm not even. Well, we will bring we will bring this up next week. Let me do some research on it. I'm gonna oh, reach out to my to my my fellow members Come at on. University of Florida IFAS to uh, answer this question for us. Bam. Yeah. We're, 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 All right, do it. Yeah, man. We're I'm curious. I'm curious. We're going to get professional. We're, we're going to come back with professional facts next week, right here on Buck That Podcast, because I'm interested in myself. No, I'm going to hold you to it because our five listeners it. are going to hold you to it too. I hope so. All right, it's going to be good education. Damn. So, I, so you need to ask them exactly how we had this conversation. Maybe even maybe share this it. segment with them. I will. And I mean, hey, who knows? They could be using recycled water. I'm sure there's a way to cut corners when you do stuff like that. A hundred percent. So, I mean, I've looked at, I've looked at the, at the the grass at Raymond James. It ain't looking like they put you know no true green or nothing down there. They ain't they ain't fertilizing it all like that. There'd be yeah, some brown spots are. out there. Yes, nah, they man. are. It ain't looking. No, like, you, you do hey, more of like the Bermuda. the greens at the meadows look better than some you of that grass. You understand? You share that with USF. 
So on days, there are some days, and there has been one this year. On Saturdays, and then we come out and play on Sunday. Where USF played the day before. It's more than one, I think. I think it was the Alabama game, and that game was pretty rowdy. We almost won that one. Almost. I understand that. Speaking of saying. college football, how did your week go last week? Damn. Wow. Are we bringing this up? Wow, Eddie. Man. I jumped I, people for less. This is a football show, isn't it? I mean, oh, I, man. I'm just saying. I, did, did, did everything go okay with your hurricanes last week? I see. Here, here's what you need to evaluate right now, what you really need to think about. You need to think to yourself, self, do I value my life right now? <laughs> because Craig probably hasn't gotten over that bullshit-ass loss that just happened it's on okay. Saturday. Now you I'm guys surprised somebody didn't forward. get shot on the team. You can just look forward to the FSU game being your basically your college football playoff. Oh, we're going to spank FSU. Uh, this year. I, 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 I quit watching sports. When is the FSU game against Miami? That's going to be a good one. I don't even care anymore. Yes, you do. My boy still If hurt. you guys are only one loss going into the FSU that game, loss don't even that count, could man. be a huge game to get you guys back. We're probably going to get beat by like 35 points against UNC this weekend. Then we got Clemson the following week, who's probably going to miraculously turn into Clemson that had Deshaun Watson to put up like it beat us like 85 to 14. Like we're freaking Alabama, freaking Alabama Western. Kentucky Southern. Southern University of Episcopalians. Episcopalians, yeah, that freaking you just do all online classes. We're gonna be like freaking uh, <laughs> forty two to six. Classes. We're gonna be like Bishop Sycamore out there. <laughs> oh, good lord! We had one bad game, man. They come back on them. I got confidence in that team. I hope. I feel like it's the same old Miami. I give up. Y'all were looking good for so. Long. I was gonna barbecue. I don't even feel like making ribs this weekend. Fuck it. I fuck this week. Yeah. Sorry, so it's a sore subject, huh? Man. So where do the Bucks stand? Obviously in a better situation than Miami, so let's go. Definitely in a better situation than Miami, for sure. Power rankings uh, showing a lot of love to the Buccaneers this week after our bye. NFL.com, Eric Elham got some ranked 11. The top five are the 49ers, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, followed by the Lions. Mm. And NFC South, they, he has them ranked the Saints 14, Falcons 16, and Panthers dead last in the league. Wow. So I got CBS that has the Bucks all the way up to six. Six? On their power rankings with Woo! the Lions at five, the Dolphins at four, Chiefs at three, Eagles, and then the 49ers. To kind of touch on that situation right there, power ranking of five, power ranking of six, Vegas only has the Lions as a three-and-a-half-point favorite going coming to Raymond James to play us, so they think it's going to be a close game. I'm not so sure. You also got to remember, we're getting three points for being at home. So it's really probably like, like a six-and-a-half-point six game. I get what you're saying, but on paper, it's three-and-a-half, which means that if they lose by less than that, that's the only, you know, then you got to pay out. Like Vegas doesn't want to pay out. They're they're hoping that they at least cover the spread, which is a very low spread. Low spread. Like they literally got it to where if they if they win by anything a field goal or above, they're good. They don't think Detroit's going to win this game. It's well, I mean, they do. They're I looking. Don't think so. They're looking at it like they're creeping at that. Close? Well, they're looking at it like it could be a trap game. It could be. It could be. Well, I mean, this is an NFL game. So, I mean, three and a, three and a half. What did you say? Three and a half or three? Three and That's, a half. It's pretty tight. And on those power mean? rankings, just to bring up some negative news for our fellow NFC South 
division opponents. They all have the Panthers ranked dead last. Are the Panthers really that sorry? Mm. Do you think the Panthers are the worst right team? Really that sorry, because he did a number on the Indianapolis Colts, and right now the Colts are looking pretty good with Shane Steichen coming in there, even with the banged-up Anthony Richardson. They're running that offense, playing good defense. Frank Wright got thrown out of there midway through the season last year. Now he's kind of sinking the ship over there in Carolina as well. I mean, you, they're not the what, same team without McCaffrey, though. I'll tell you one thing, though. He does not look like the number one overall pick. No. That boy in Houston does. Oh, yeah, CJ Strauss, Strauss. he's a winner, man. He is slinging that rock right now. I wasn't really sold high on him going, you know, with Carolina taking him as the number one overall pick anyways. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were because his cerebral, his, you know, the way he can dissect plays and stuff. But the Alabama. He ain't dissect nothing over there. Yeah, I mean. Alabama cornerbacks have not had the best. Somewhat have to play into effect a little bit. I mean, because they just don't. It's like Miami. They just don't breed good quarterbacks, you know. I mean, let's just call it how it is. Hmm. I mean, if I wanted to go to a running back university, I'll go to Miami. Do we, do we got to pull up the Heisman Trophy list? Yeah, well, you're talking about Miami don't have good quarterbacks. Maybe we not got Gino Toretto, and we got okay. we got in the last 30 years. We got Vinny yeah. Testaverde. We got way more quarterbacks on the Heisman Trophy list than you guys got. Florida State. I mean, who's the best Florida State quarterback of all time? We got Jameis. He was he didn't win the Heisman. He won the Heisman. He did win a Heisman. He won oh, did a Heisman. He? Chris Winkie, you you really Chris Winkie didn't Chris win the Heisman, and, and, and Jameis though. Like, you Heisman? calling him out? I don't believe Chris Winkie won the Heisman, bro. Is he better know. than Is he better he than Jim good, Kelly? He had a good. He had a good. He was good though. He was good. Chris, better than Vinny? Chris Winkie wasn't better than Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey was wrong. Uh, he was good. At, yeah, I'll give you Ken Dorsey in college. In college, Ken Dorsey's one of the hottest offensive coordinators in the game right now. Killing it. Listen, I didn't say this is a battle between FSU Ken and Ken Dorsey may be hey, when you hey, disrespected Miami Ken, Ken earlier. Ken Dorsey may be a candidate to replace old Dave if he ends up becoming a head coach candidate somewhere. Oh, Ken Dorsey might be getting a head coaching spot. He could he be. Might, he might. He with could what be. He does. But let's bring it back. Let's reel it on back here. Where do the Bucks stand in this NFC right now after four games and a quarter of the way through the season, week five, going into week six? I'm gonna be 100. percent Can we do a, a buck that podcast power rankings for NFC top three? I would say top five. Let's do top, top five, top six, because that's gonna be playoffs. Who you pick? Who's your, who's your top five, six right now in the NFC? And where do the Bucks stack against them? I mean, I would have to throw Philly up there. I'd have to throw Detroit up there. But can you give us a? Can you give us like one through six? Uh, here, let me let me go ahead and give you my. Top six. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and be a homer with all the sites right now and, and everything that they're saying with the 49ers and oh, Eagles. Oh, yeah, 49ers is the best I team in football. I think 49ers, right then Eagles, definitely one and two on that list. Uh, then I'm going to have to go, ooh, Seahawks have been playing some really good ball. I think we're better than the Seahawks. Uh, Cowboys, tough loss to the 49ers. I, I don't think anybody can blame them for that loss. I'm still going to have to put the Cowboys up above the, the Detroit Lions at number three. I'm going to put Detroit at four. I'm going to put the Seahawks at five and the Bucks at six. I think it's still too early for us because. That's why I'm, that's we, why I put a mine at six. I don't, I don't know if we're a pretender yet. I think, I think we get in by proxy just because the simple fact that the. Uh, oh, we got switches over there. Our, our, what hit the hydraulics on did. that? Day. Our yeah. NFC South isn't looking too, too uh, scary on paper. I mean, we got an 0-5 team. Look like they're going to be a candidate for a quarterback, which they already have. Is the Saints better than we thought they were, though? 
They went up to New England after they just suffered their worst loss in Bill Belichick history and then beat them, uh, what, 34 to nothing? 34 to nothing. Listen, the thing with Belichick. That's don't, two games in a we row. We talked about that. on. Don't count him out. I, I think he might be about time. He needs to go uh, off to the pasture. Does he maybe <laughs> switch to maybe like a GM role? No, Something. man, that's what he sucks at. Look at this. Kind of like look fade at his, him off. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he's, he's a better horrible. coach than he is a GM, but it's just like, how do you fade this guy off into the, the, I, the distance? I, I think it's at a certain point, if you're going to keep him as a coach, cool, but you got to take that power away from him, and you got to get a GM in there ASAP. Stat. Get a GM and get a couple coordinators. Something, because the Patriot way ain't working no more. Yeah, I don't know if that'll happen with, with him, him, though. Like, not that, like, uh, Bob Kraft couldn't do that. I don't think he would do that. To Bill, I mean, hey man, sometimes you got to swallow your pride and go what's best for the team. How not many the championships player, they not win? The coach. Six. Sometimes business is business. Six, six, six championships up there. How many have they won without Tom Brady? Hey, did the I'm Cowboys saying, let go of Tom Landry? I'm just saying, how, I'm not making that argument. I'm just saying how, he's won six. How many playoffs have they won? How many playoff games have they won since Tom Brady? So I feel you. It's tough to it's tough to fill a quarterback position. It really is in this league. So to answer your your uh, question, I'd probably have to go San Francisco, Philly. It's tough after that, I know. Uh, Dallas, I'm not 100% sure on. Nope. Uh, I would maybe put them four. Maybe put Detroit three. I think if Detroit wins, I think that's valid. If Detroit wins, you put them this three. This week, yeah. Um, I don't know if Seattle's better than us. I don't Seattle's think Seattle's team, better man. than us, Pete and Carroll, I don't Carroll. think the Cowboys are better than us. Carroll just always has those boys playing hard. I mean, look at him last year. I mean, maybe you put Dallas 5, Tampa 6, or maybe Dallas 5, Seattle 6, maybe us 7. I'm gonna, I'm gonna st- I, I, I still think here, – here's the thing. Against teams we should probably beat, we've beaten, but, but. Philadelphia came in and did yeah. what they were supposed to do. They spanked us. You're right. That's what I'm afraid of. We were of. banged the teams up. teams that we are maybe questionable – um, beating or upper echelon teams like the Phillies, like the Detroit. I, I think we may get in the, the playoffs by proxy because we are going to more than likely, from yeah, the looks of it, be the division. better team in, in, in we our need division. To be, we need to beat Atlanta. If we, we come out, both if, no, no, no. if we come out and beat Detroit, what's your conversation going to be next week? Are you, would you consider the well, Bucks better now than Detroit? Are we the well, third yeah, best team? Yeah, this is a week to week business. I, I mean, so, if, if, yes. if, if 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 was a fifth, we'd be getting drunk in here right now. But until that happens, you know they. What I'm saying is, uh-huh. is on if you want to go pretender or contender. Pretender, contender. So far, we're a pretender because when we tried to go up against a contender, they we contended and we yeah. didn't. We got spanked. So it, it now can I bring up a now stat I would, for you? I, I would even say something if before, hold yeah, that yeah, stat. Even if the Lions beat us, but maybe we're in in the realm, keep them. Close to that three and a half point spread. Play them a good game. Maybe maybe the Lions beat us by a field goal. We have a good game and it's like a down to the to the wire. Maybe the Lions kick a game win a field goal or something. Ball bounce in their direction. Whatever you know, some kind of something that goes positive for them. Then I might have a, a different perspective on this next week. But as of right now, against Philadelphia, we didn't look too well. So crazy thing about the Bucks, two thousand two when we won uh, our Super Bowl. Okay. And twenty twenty when we won our Super Bowl. So in 2002, we played the Eagles early on in the season, and we got our asses kicked. Okay, one Super Bowl. We, we faced them in an NFC Championship game, and what did we do? We, we shut out the vet. We beat them the last game in the vet. We shut the vet. 
2020, we lost early on. That was the Tyree kill to uh, Winfield, the piece, the throwing the peace sign up as he's running into the end zone. Yep. Game against the Chiefs early on in the season. That 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 year we played them in the Super Bowl, we won. So could be one of those type of scenarios where we play one of these contenders early on, like a Philly or a Lions. We don't win, but we might be playing those guys later on in the season come playoff time. Because like you said, that NFC South is not that tough. We got a couple teams we got to worry about. Atlanta, maybe New Orleans late in the season. Now they got Camaro back. Other than that, that if we play, hey, if we play our cards right, we should be. A, a, a lot of times they'll tell you it's, it's hard to beat a team twice in the same year because, you know, you've played that team already. You can make adjustments if you've lost and, and kind of learn from your mistakes. Yeah, that's why it's so tough to play and it, and, it's, and it's harder for a team that won to adjust to what you're adjusting to because they won. They're, they're going to probably come up with a similar game plan. Yeah. Well, we're playing against some, some solid teams still in in the future. So yeah, we, we apart from our division, we don't have a scrub schedule by no, any no, no. I mean, we still got to play the 49ers. Mm-hmm. We got to play the Jaguars. Still got to play Detroit. There's someone else in there. When they're the Colts, the Colts, and the Bills. Even though the Bills lost last week, there's still no chumps. Yeah, our next couple games, we got Detroit, Atlanta, Atlanta, and then the Bills, and I then think. the Bills. Uh, it's it's going to be tough sledding for sure. I'm looking up the official and the schedule Bills, right I now. I think the Bucks are better than the Cowboys. The Bills game's an away game, correct? The Bills yeah, it's is an, it's in, in Buffalo. Buffalo, and it is a prime time on prime video Thursday night. So that means that we're going to have another mini buy after that. So we play on Thursday night, and we got obviously the weekend to recoup and about an extra half a week. So a little beneficial to play those Thursday night games. So we play the Lions this week. We play the Lions at home, it, and then we play the Falcons at home. Yep. And then on the on a short week we got to go 26. to Buffalo. Twenty six, we go out to Buffalo. Man, and then we play at Houston, and, and we then come home to Tennessee. And, and, the, then, and the, at, then we go to San Francisco. At San Francisco, at Colts, November. And I'm not night. sleeping on that Houston game. No, I feel, I feel like either. they're still better than their record has been showing. They have a pretty solid defense. Is Lovey Smith still over there? No, no. <laughs> Who's Absolutely their head coach? Not. He's at like Demico University Ryan's. or something. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's oh, kind of playing over there, man. He's a Houston Texan, that's why. Young coach, you know. It, it, they kind of went a little different than a lot of other teams are going. Young offense, they went young defense. Wasn't he with the 49ers? He was. As a coach? Yeah. as right. a coach, defensive coordinator for right. a couple years, yeah. Damn. Yep. Linebackers coach, I believe, defensive assistant under Sala. Good for him, man. Then became the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Worked his way through the league. Definitely yeah. a great guy. Man, then he has to play us too. Definitely on, a player's be coach. Be gentle. All the guys love him over there, playing hard for him, I mean, turning the team around. Speaking of coaches and, and guys going from, you know, coordinator positions to, to head coaching positions, we got a guy on our our, our staff. Might get poached. He's working the, miracles right now. The quarterback whisperer, Dave Canales. He's legit, man. He's everything that we thought he was. And, and when we talked off air, you know, potential head coach candidate, and I, literally, with as bad as the Bears have been playing, I've been seeing articles. Linking him with the Bears. Linking him with the Bears. Not saying it's going to happen. But well, we, I don't. I think Eberflus is out. Yeah. I mean, it, oh, it's got to be There's going to be some coaching. I mean, they they yeah. have to start winning some games and actually have a winning season for him to stay, but he's gone. There, I mean. there, there's going to be some coaching positions opening up, and there's going to be his name connected to it. A lot of them, and this is going to be a conversation we will probably be continuing a lot more later on in the season, especially if Baker keeps playing the way he's playing. 100%. Baker's playing out of his mind right now. He's I mean, playing I, happy, man. I saw that that uh, conversation he had on Twitter where he hasn't had as much fun playing football 
since he was playing in Oklahoma. For his I believe words. it. I believe it. He's happy. Dave Canales has got him playing uh, some of the best ball we've seen him ever play since he's been in the league. I mean, he had that one great year as a rookie, but other than that, he hasn't really been able to stack it up. Uh, different offense coordinators, head coaches, injuries. Injuries were this, big. All this type of stuff has been happening to Baker, off the field stuff with his family. Uh, you know, $12 million goes missing. That's a big deal in your life as well. So yeah, for, for sure. It seems like he's really cleaned up his life. Uh, not that he had a big issue in his life as far as this, you know, him personally, but, you know. Could it be the Florida things. weather and the no state tax? And he's just living it up out there in Tampa, hanging out the dive bars with Mike, Mike Evans, hanging out in Channel Side. Going to the the Rays games, I think it's just a, a I think combination. It's, Dave man. It, 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 it's, it's a combination of everything. You know, different environment. He's finally, you know, getting a chance. No major pressure to win today. With with the Browns had not really the greatest coaching staff over there, and he still did, you know, the best he could. I feel like there was a lot of locker room drama with the whole Odell Beckham thing and stuff like that. They fired an interim coach that got them to the playoffs. You're right. Yeah. They got rid of the starting quarterback that got them to the playoffs. Is there a total dumpster fire yeah. in Cleveland? Like, Who hasn't been looking the greatest? I don't know if they'll ever be good. Nope. Since Baker Mayfield Day. They might have the Baker curse. We might have the Baker blessing. Would Only you, would you take Deshaun Watson over Baker Mayfield today? No. Mm, that's a tough one. That's tough. If you put Deshaun Watson in this offense. I think Deshaun tough. Watson got some stuff going on in his head, though. Probably quite possibly. I know he's a little injured right now. That too, but I think he needs a little... Uh, too many too many hits to the cabeza? No, nah, I think he just needs a little like therapy. A little therapy? Like legit. You need to go see Tristan Wurst, homeboy. Yeah, Tristan Wurst been... You need been, to reach out to him. Been, been doing the damn thing. He's been lights out. He has been. I think he has like one of the top ratings for all linemen, right? Left tackles, yeah. Left I think tackle? he's third. Third. For what it's worth, PFF. Yeah, I graded him third. Out of all left tackles. Hey, PFFs out of 30, usually yeah. on point, man. Hey, Listen, man, three, there's some people. Third out of 32. I won't name any names, Derek, uh, that don't really believe in that kind of stuff and and uh, don't like it when you bring up PFF. Well, why is that? Grades. But somebody's putting out these grades and, you know, somebody's paying good money to look at these grades. I don't so. see him doing the research to put out his own grades. So we got go, <laughs> to we, we gotta go all the, the list we got. I feel you. Sorry, D-Money. The, the D-Money report. We, we, we ain't got your shout list out to of D-Money, though. I'm going to give him a little shout-out, though. 78 he shot on the golf course a couple weeks ago. What? I don't believe it. 78. My boy's hitting My it boy like that. My boy broke 80. Who, who, who kept this track of the score, though? Bob. So it was accurate, you think? Bob took care of it, so. Did, did he give Bob 20 bucks beforehand? Possibly. He did ride in the same cart. Were there mulligans? We do give mulligans. You get one mulligan for the front, one mulligan for the back. Okay. Pretty a, standard. A freebie. You know, when ham and eggers go out golfing, it's pretty standard. Mulligan each, you know. But yeah, no. Derek Derek had a the greatest round I've ever seen him shoot. Where was this at? Mind you, Derek has shot a hole in one and I was a witness to it. Did Bob give him a handy in said golf cart? Possibly. I did see his head bob up and down. Oh. No what golf intended. what golf course? Uh let's see. We we were on the Highlands at the Meadows. Oh, that's a good spot. Okay. Yeah, it's not too shabs, not yeah. too shabs. It could be decent. The Grove's good, too. Shout out to D-Money. Yeah, shout out to Shooting D-Money. 78. He did tell me that, but I thought he might have been joshing me for a minute. I don't know. No, he's not joshing. Okay. No, no. He did say I could ask you guys and verify. He did He did do it. I, I, had to, <laughs> I had to spread the good word. All right, so here's a real question. The gospel. Yeah. Did he cash out you 50 bucks to say that on air right now? I think he did. Damn it. 
<laughs> I heard a ping. I heard a ping. Ting. <laughs> He's like texting him. Tell him I shot a 78. Yeah, give me a shot. He want to make it sound re- realistic because he knew like a 67 would just be, you know, now nah, we yeah, don't believe yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you say mulligan, oh, yeah. I ain't a real 78. Yeah. All right, so even if you take those two mullies, though, he still shoots an 80. All right, hey. Still a great round of golf. It is. I'd probably shoot like even a 100. Even if I break 100, man. I'm happy if I break 100. Yeah, I couldn't imagine how bad y'all are. Well, I'd be horrible. I think I've been to the driving range with you. I've been to Top Golf with you, I believe. Looking I like, can hit it. Looking like Charles Barkley before he got lessons. Yeah. I'm a hacker, man. Yeah. I'll get it in there, though. Y'all will kick my I definitely ass. get it up. There was, a, there was an old rumor, though, that old Bob Iger could smash it over the nets at Top Golf. Was this true? Did you verify? Now, it? I've, been, I've been golfing with Bob for eight months to a year now. Okay. There's no way he's, he's done that. I wasn't there, so I can't. And that's no slight on Bob. He's a great golfer. I can't deny or but verify. I'm just saying it publicly now. Never happened. Who has the longest drive? Uh, I think we're, we, we all have potential to outdrive each other, but it's very inconsistent. Well, one thing I could take into consideration with top golf, there are three levels. So maybe from an upper level where he's kind of up. It's not possible. The golf ball reaches an apex in its flight. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you're, that but if apex you're, if reach, you're on the third, but hold on. Level, to say that that apex is reaching 350 yards out is just not possible. Okay. So it has an apex, and then as soon as it hits that apex, it starts to go down. Well, that usually happens about 150 yards out. It's not happening. Too, it's not what if you crushed 500 yards? He, I've got. Like I said, I golf with the guy. Like I literally do this with him, so I see how this guy golfs. So you're saying even he's Tiger a great Woods, golfer. You're saying even Tiger Woods probably couldn't do it. He'd hit the net. I don't. I don't think it's possible. By I really Phil don't. I don't even think the long drivers could do it. Okay. I think John Daly. I think there's some like spoof videos of people like claiming that they're doing it, but I just don't know if it's if it's possible. Now Derek would definitely argue like if he was in here right now, he'd be wanting to fight me over this because he's very adamant that not only did Bob do it, that uh, it's very possible that anybody can do it. But if that was the case, there would be a lot of broken windshields on I-75 southbound up in Tampa. Maybe a few. Saying. Just a few. Just saying. There that net is facing I-75 south, and that would be a major liability for Topgolf, and I don't think they're in the business of liability. You got a point. Touche? We got Zach attacked. Bam, we, we got did served. Exactly. We did. We got back, served. Back to the Bucks, though. You gave us your top six. I gave me top six. Did you give the top six? You already know my top six. Dylon, Dylon, not. That's definitely it. Bucks, Bucks, hey, Bucks, Bucks. 49ers, man, of course. They're the okay. best team in football right now, and they, they showed the it against team. the Cowboys. They embarrassed the Cowboys. They handed the Cowboys a second loss. You know what's crazy? They did the Cowboys... Almost as bad as the Cowboys did the Giants week one. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, they made Dak Prescott look sorry. Everyone's all oh, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott. After that game, they want to fire Dak Prescott. One of my homies in, in one of my fancy football leagues, he, he's a, a meat manager at, a, at one of the grocery stores I service. He said your boy Dak was out there looking like Brucey from the longest yard. 100%. He got, got, got butter on my fingers. He was sorry, <laughs> man. Hey, but I was eating popcorn. That's a did Michael Parsons man. have a good game? Dude, he's... They shut him down. Well, that is Trent Williams over there. That is that dude. You saw it. He showed up to say, hey, man, all that talk that you're the best defensive player in in football, well, guess what? I'm not that bad on this side of the line. And and you know what's crazy is 
the MVP usually is always a quarterback, but I wish just once in a while you would just give it to that badass offensive lineman or badass defensive player or whoever it is because, yeah, I feel like the quarterbacks just get all the glory. They're they're the MVP. They're the usually the super. They should manager. do a separate award. They should yeah. like a quarterback MVP award. Yeah, and then like a separate award for like the league, a MVP. regular yeah. MVP, and let some yeah, like you said, an alignment or something get in there. Trent Williams, who is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, or Nick Bosa or something like that. I mean, look what Khalil Mack did this past weekend: six sacks in one game. That was crazy. One hundred percent against his former team in the Raiders too, a couple weeks ago. Forty nine is a stack. They're the best team. Number two, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. The Eagles are still raw, man. You can't you can't defend that play. They have the best offensive line in football by far, and that's what makes Jalen Hurts so special because he's already a special player. Mm-hmm. But now you give him that kind of protection, it doesn't matter who he's gonna hand the ball off to. Who whoever touches that ball is gonna get positive yards on that line. Number three, I think Detroit is that team. I hope to God that we could beat them, but it's gonna be a big test for us too. If we can oh, play a battle. If we can play Detroit tough, that goes to show what we're really made of. Whatever happened, like Zach said earlier, man, some, sometimes you're going to get your ass whooped by a better team. That's okay. You're not going to always win every game. It's impossible. But how are you going to play the rest of those other games against top-tier teams? Because even against sorry teams, look at the Cowboys. They lost to the Falcons. Everyone's saying that the Falcons was the worst team, not the Panthers. We're obviously seeing who the worst team is, but... Every Sunday is a different game. Every Sunday, every team plays differently. They match up different. Their injury report. Everything happens, man. Like you said, I see, this could be a trap game for the Lions. This could be their game that they don't step up to. And guess what? We come eat. They could come down here. They cannot be hydrated like they should be. This Florida weather is a lot different than Michigan weather. Trust me, I know because I've been to both places, especially during the summer. And it's a lot cooler up there than it is down here. Let me tell you that. We, we might just match up better against them. We might call better plays, and the ball might bounce in our, our favor. Hey, we got to stop that running game, which we are good at. We're going hey, hey, to have a special game, too. We're going to have a special jersey on. We are going to have a special jersey on. We're going to have that creamsicle, baby. You guys yeah. got your creamsicle jerseys? I don't have one. Do you have a hat? A I shirt? don't have one either. I do have a, socks? I do I have a hat. Three I other wore. Bucks jerseys. But not, no creamsicle. Oh, man. I got one. I'm going to have to break it out. Break it out, man. You got that Mike Allstock creamsicle? I don't have... It's the autograph. Oh, where? Is that legal? Is that no, legal? I mean, I think it's... It's all right, man. Just don't, I, just don't get no barbecue sauce on do, it. It's not do, though. Like, people might be like, look at this guy. Like, why would you do that? Why not? I do, I, I, I do, got, a Doug, I do got a Doug Williams that has a Mike Allstock autograph on it, though. Yeah. I might wear that. There you go. Okay, just don't spill any barbecue sauce. Yeah, don't get the barbecue sauce. I on had it. a barbecue stain on my jersey. <laughs> There's one on my Mike, Mike All-Star jersey. Is it a barbecue stain? Yeah, it's, on, it's a white All-Star jersey. It has barbecue stain. That shit don't come out. My Mike, uh, my Jameis Winston, the, the white one, uh-huh. that has mustard on it. Damn. See, this is, you're proving my point and why you don't wear your jerseys that's autographed. To the game, hey man, it just gives him more character. You don't wear them well, at he, all. Are you ever gonna really Once sell it? Sign? His aren't autographed. Yeah, they're not autographed. But are you? Oh, are okay. you gonna? Do you plan on selling that jersey? Or are you gonna hold on to that? Hold on to it. Yeah. You, you know, you'll give it to to one of your family members, yeah, right? You don't want to be handed down a mustard stain to, Why not? to your kids. That Why way, they can wear it too, to like make, and they can put some Chick Fil A sauce on. <laughs> oh, sloppy ass! They don't need any Polynesian sauce on the Mike Allstott jersey. Why not? It makes it extra special. 
Isn't that weird though? Like some green sauce do, on it. I had to do that as a kid, like when I went to some of the. Bucks it was men. all I had on me. It was just, I do. It, I had, it was. I had a different bro. Listen, this is why I think that little that skit in Step Brothers is so hilarious because it's just like, see this? He has like the little samurai sword, yeah, like yeah. Randy Jackson autograph. It's like because you're not gonna not get Randy Jackson autograph. Right. Like I, Mike Allstock comes walking out. All I have on was this Doug Williams jersey. I'm just like, yeah. I was wearing it. Like yeah. you're not gonna not get Mike Allstock's jersey. I was. Uh, yeah, that's like, I, this know, I, I had to get my, my Ninja Turtle hat, like Snoop Menace and Anthony McFarlane and John Lynch. It's kind of weird. I know? mean, if 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 I would have had a football at the time or something, I would definitely would have got that. But it, it was all I had. I wonder if my son still has my old, um, like the summer brim hat that I got a train. Cap. I had like a key to lead Jeremy True Blood and some old players on it. And I left it for my son. He probably threw it away. Damn, keeps leaves that dude. Keeps leaves. Remember him. Tanar Jackson. Yeah, I remember it. Syracuse safety. Yeah, man. We've, we've had He's some ballers on defense. The Tampa have, defense has been known. The Tampa I, Bay defense has been solid. And I think, man, we got a good defense. The only thing is, is, is still, man, are we going to have a running game? Are we going to have a running game against Detroit? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Is Hutchinson's going to eat us up? Oh, yeah. They got a running game. They do. They're going to show they up. Got they got some, ballers. They got some beasts down in the trenches, too. Maybe one of the best up there with Philly as far as offensive line goes. And they have been running the ball with David Montgomery. That worries me. It what, does. What did Philly do? They ran it down our throat with Swift. I'm, I'm a little worried about Montgomery. Uh, Jerry Goff doesn't really scare me too much. And I don't, know, I don't know if it's just like I'm underrating him. I, I think he's a good quarterback. Oh, man, Ryan Gosling is going to throw some numbers on his watch. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, you, you don't th- think he looks like Ryan Gosling? I, no, I know, but usually I'm the one that's saying stuff like that, not you. I, I mean, do, man. I think it's going to depend, like though, because uh, Amon St. Brown, he's, got, he's a little banged up. He's yeah. banged up. He might not play, so we got to yeah. see how that goes. That could be another you, man, guy. This is, this is our they game. got James William, Jameson Williams in there right now. That speedster from Alabama. And Reynolds, too. Reynolds been lighting it up. Uh, Laporta had two touchdowns last week. Montgomery's seemingly running for 150 yards every week yeah, when so. he's healthy. So it's going to be – and also, let's not, let's not to mention their defense. Their defense is no longer uh, a game. They got a hole. good defense. No, they got a pretty good defense as well. They're so. well coached, pretty disciplined. I don't know where they stack up with uh, penalties, but the games I've watched, they haven't made too many. So it's going to be a good test. Yeah, Dan Campbell uh, has got them boys playing hard over there in Detroit. It really turned things around. It's no longer the the same old Lions. It's the brand new Lions. Are you still an underground Detroit fan? Yeah. You're a big Detroit fan. Your pops still watch Detroit, huh? Quick, yeah. Pops is rooting for he – ain't a, he ain't a Bucks fan this week. Nope. He a Bucks fan every other week. You the enemy in your own house this week. Oh, he, shoot, I, I, might go, I might leave here tonight – Cause he knows I came here to do that podcast, and the damn locks might be changed. He gonna change it. I be sleeping in my truck tonight, man. You having a scratch in the window? Maya, let me in. Maya, let me in. Uncle, see it. Hey, so so here we here now we got to kind of get to the million dollar question because we know what it is. It's the creamsicle day. Hopefully, we don't bring the creamsicle style to the stadium. Not the sucking ears. Not the sucking ears. We want to have some success. Not the garbage bags over the heads. And and I think the last time we wore this was what did you say, 2012, Zach? 2012. Josh Freeman. The Green Bay Packers. Josh. We Freeman. were at home and we won that game. I believe we came back and we won that game. So Against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, 2012. That'd be Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Nice. So we we definitely got to see how that goes. Maybe we can continue the the trend of winning in that jersey against. Ironically, I wonder if they just make the if they they. 
they purposely do that, I'm sure, because we did used to be in the division of what is now the NFC North. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did used to be, we used to be the NFC Central, I believe, back in the day. We're the only team that got taken out We're of it. We're the only right? team that got taken out of it because they, they wanted to make uh, the they, South. Yeah, they made the four teams out of the South. So, question Can you guys name the one buck that actually wore that jersey that day? That's on the it's, team? It's only war, uh, the only buck that's wore the cr- creamsicle. Mike Evans. Nope. Levante David. Yep. Nice. Old Levante. Levante David. He's been a stud. He has. He's a stud. He's he a don't beast. get enough props, man. Anytime I get an opportunity, I'm going to say it. Listen, I said it last week. I said he, he underrated. might be just as good as Derrick Brooks. I mean, the stats are up there. By the time he finishes his career, I mean, he's still playing all pro level right now. All pro. And he's been the most underrated outside linebacker since he came out. And he's two been consistent. Consistent. Two. That's all he's made, two. And he's been, like you said, consistent, basically injury-free his whole career. Knock on wood in this cabin. And hopefully he'll be a Hall of Famer. We'll be speaking about him uh, with, with maybe Derek Brooks will be I, I would love to see him in the that Hall would, of Famer. That would be awesome. I would love to see it. What are your guys' predictions on the game? Uh, I, 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 I'm going to go last. I'm going to go last. I'm going to start with you, Eddie. It's we'll, a tough one, man. It's a tough one. Let's go with dial on, dial on, dial on. I'm going to always say the Bucks, right? I'm going to always say the Bucks, And I think the Bucks are going to take it. But it's going to be a closer game. I, 21-17. Okay. That's a low-scoring NFC Central 21-17, game right man. Go that, ahead, I see. I'm going to last today. I feel like you're going to zag just because you're Zach. This is a tough one for me because I I I'm not quite sold on if we can compete with that in the way that the the Lions have played. They um, seemingly have it figured out, don't they? They they, they seem like they they've turned that corner. We're going to be healthy. And the and the Bucks seem like they want to, but I don't know if they're quite ready yet. This is going like, to be the some- best version of a Bucks team this game watch. It's almost like they're a year behind. I, I, you know what I mean? And, 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 and that is making me feel like Zach's going to zag because I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one. I think that we definitely got a chance. We're, we're coming back. We got some, you know, off a of bye week. A lot of times when teams come off a of bye week, they do have a little bit of advantage. They've had time to rest up. They've, they've had time to get healthy. Extra planning. They've had for extra the game. planning for you know they literally get to watch a team play that they're about to play and not have to worry about anything and then still look at more game film from previous games and really start learning tendencies and stuff like that. I think with the extra preparation that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have, I think that they're going to win this game. And I don't think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be thirty five twenty eight bucks. Nice. So you guys are all on the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm gonna go with the Bucks as well. Oh wow. I'm going with the Bucks. Damn it, Detroit won. Uh, get a little healthier. We've got some confidence. We're three and one going into the quarter of the season. We're looking good. Bucks out, out of a bye with Todd Bowles. I'm not quite sure what the record is. So I'm not gonna quote that. But I feel like we're gonna we're gonna get that win against the Lions. I'm gonna go 28 to 21. Bucks win. This is, gonna, it's, this is a pos- I've already said it before. This is a possible trap game for the Lions. 
And we can very well be having a conversation during the next Buck That Podcast and all be celebrating a tremendous win. And uh, only time will tell. We're to be four and one after the Lions would be a, a miraculous Ooh, to go in to play the victory. Falcons, but I'm not going to get that far ahead. That's a tough Let's team too. Not to, not to look ahead, but that's that's going to be a tough, tough team. They always mm. seem to play hard. If we're going to be a contender, we got to beat them. and not a pretender. We got to go. We got to go two and one in the next three games. Hundred percent. And it's going to be a lot, three games, and it's going to be a lot easier for us to beat a team coming to our house after a bye week than it is going to be to go from Atlanta to Buffalo on, on a, a short, short week. week. Buffalo's so, getting banged up too. They lost Matt Milano for the year. They lost Tredavious White. This so. this is going to be a crucial game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, hey, only time will tell. Before we get out of here, you guys got any final shout outs? Shout out to the cabin, man. It's nice in here. It is. I like it, man. I really like it. Don't have any shout outs. Uh, actually, shout out Speaking Signs. Shout out Speed King Signs. I know we're going to be getting some work done by them. I'm soon. actually going to be ordering some stuff from them this Friday, matter of so fact, for if Hurricane Canine. you guys need Canine. any signage done, banners, tent work. Uh, Business cards. It, I mean, literally anything you think of these guys do, it's Speed King, Speed King Signs. Speed Kings. I where are they located? They're down there in Palmetto. Uh, I forget exactly where it's at, but you cross the bridge going into Palmetto. It's basically like the first left there. We'll, ha- we'll have the Addy for you guys next yeah, week for yeah. sure when we shout them out. That way we can uh, do it properly. But I am going to be ordering some stuff from them this Friday. Um, they're going to be doing a tent for us, which I'm not going to order Friday because that's the most expensive one. But uh, we're going to get two tablecloths, and I'm going to have them do the business cards for myself and Eric for Hurricane Canine Kennels for our dog show coming up in March. So go ahead and get that jump started and, you know, go uh, see our boys and, and get some good high-quality uh, materials back. And I'm, I'm so excited for it. I can't wait to place this order. And they don't call themselves Speed King for nothing. I know it'll get processed and, and done up quick, fast, and in a hurry, and it's going to be amazing. So uh, shout-out Speed King Signs. As always, this has been another Buck That Podcast. And shout-out to... Jared. Jared. Jared at Speaking. SP yes. Not Jared. Not Jared. Not Jared. Jerry. Jared. Jared. But not J A W R E double T. It's only one R and one T. Not J A W R E. I had to break it back because I had to break it back to WWE. No, it was J E double F. That's Jeff Jarrett. Yep. But it is Jared with a T who happens to be a huge Buccaneers fan. So yeah, we'll always shout out him at Speed King Signs just for, you know, being down with the team like we are. And thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our listeners, man. Appreciate without, y'all. Without y'all, there wouldn't be no reason for us, for us to do us. And with that being said, peace out.